up, y'all? This is Inside Neon that Speaks. Now, to say that I'm pissed <laughs> is another statement. Now, I just had the opportunity to do an interview with a good friend of mine. And um, we do the whole interview. We get through the whole interview, mind you. About an hour, hour and about 15 minutes of real wisdom. Thanks for tuning in. So just two men rapping about this was going to be my family pillar. I was interviewing this brother for him. So we get through the whole interview. <laughs> everything was love. We was vibing. Everything was good. Sorry, I was cops behind me. So I get home. <laughs> I play the damn five and the shit ain't playing, yo. I damn did an hour of interviews. Some good, solid wisdom, knowledge. And damn, the shit doesn't say, yo. So to say that I'm pissed right now, I'm damn flabbergasted. But I will say this, <laughs> as mad as I am, I understand now what this podcast really is becoming or forming. Now, or a lot of women say that there aren't any good men anymore. I've heard women say that on numerous occasions, yo. But there are a lot of good brothers out there, and I just interview one of them. So I really do believe that part of this podcast is to give an example to women out there, even if these men are taken. It doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, I've heard women say that, you know, whether they marry, whether they single, whether they this and that, it really doesn't matter, because all men are the same, yo. So I feel like this podcast is going to set an example to different demographics that look at men specifically in a certain way. And I honestly feel like, because that interview didn't take, this is bigger than me. I'm not one to sit up here and be like, oh, the devil did this, but <laughs> I will say that I am being attacked on different levels. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily because of the podcast. No. And could it be said that this was another attack? It could be. It very well could be. I don't know, man, but I just know. <laughs> I don't even want to dive down that rabbit hole. I just, well, I just, man. Like, what I mean, we hit a lot of different topics. We hit a lot of different topics, y'all. Like, I really did feel like what we would have put out there, you know what I'm saying, would have benefited a lot of people, y'all. The next interview that we do, I think it'll be 10 times greater. And I'm calling that out into the existence that the next interview that myself and my brother Zoe do is gonna be 10 times greater because not only do we know what we want to, I guess, put out there, when it comes to marriage, because he's married, you know what I'm saying, he has a child or uh, two children, you know what I mean, he's a mentor, he's an educator, so we touch on education, the education system, and special needs, and so on and so forth, and even the mindset of a single man, or, or transition, that was, that was a great, that's one question that I think men should ask themselves, what took place during that transition of or going from a single man to wanting to build a family? and then establishing that family and, and everything that comes after that. I think every man should ask themselves that question because all men go through that turning point at some time, right? Now, I'm not saying I didn't make mistakes during or, or along that way, but my mindset shifted. What's funny is <laughs> that mindset took place after my first marriage, yo. With that being said, <laughs> All men go through that, that turning point, and I think we should ask ourselves that question. 
when did that take place? Or what happened to make that shift? And I feel like understanding that pattern will kind of help you, or you know, I mean, steer you in the right direction. Or steer. We always have to have a reference point. I think most people need a reference point or a or a standard to reference to, right? Or revert back to. They always be like, "Don't forget where you come from," right? Because your family wants you to remember. Okay, this is your standard. This is your home. This is where you come from. Don't ever forget that shit. I feel like some people have that same, you know, we need that, that reference point also. But, and it's a question that we never really ask, not, not each other or ourselves. For, real. for me, I, I never wanted to be that old brother in the club. <laughs> I don't even club like that, but in my mind, I was like, I don't want to be that old brother in the club that's out here looking for young chicks. I'm a homebody anyway. I'll never forget this one brother told me, being married, it's like drinking Coke all the time, like soda, Coke, right? And he was like, you may you may want to have Sprite every now and then. You know what I'm saying? You may want to have orange soda, but you cannot drink anything else but Coke for the rest of your life. And, and you have to find new things to like about the Coke, right? So some things you may like, sometimes you may like the, you may put it in the freezer to get it colder than what it really is. So then you can feel that, like he was giving all these different examples of things you can do with Coke <laughs> to make it different, right? And, and it's the same way with marriage, you know what I'm saying? You have to find new ways to, I guess, make the same thing different. <laughs> it's, real, it's, it's real talk though. And this brother used soda. You might want to go to the hood and get some great soda real quick, but you can't. <laughs> I had ice cream to it. <laughs> Yo, that's real talk, man. <laughs> see, but see, she said, "What happens when the coke gets flat? You can't let it get flat." And that's see, and that's the that's the dilemma. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes flat soda, period, right? But that's where you get creative. That's all you have to. There you go. Add some honey up in there. <laughs> Yo, what bros out? <laughs> Add some hitty to it. Hitty makes everything better, yo. That's that's some real talk. But nah, she's she's talking about some stop drinking coke. You can't stop drinking a coke. See, this is why this is why I think the second interview ain't gonna be. We be vibing, man. Like it's all a vibe. Hey, dog. What's funny is I'm using the same mic that I was using during the interview. This this shit working fine, right? It's crazy, man. That don't make sense. <laughs> But what I was going to say is, every interview is about the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Every interview is about the chemistry. And when you when you have a good vibe with someone, you know what I'm saying? You got good energy and shit like that. I feel like every interview just seems like a conversation. Or should, at least it should be. It should just feel like a conversation. You're just talking. And I feel like when, when you can be comfortable like that, you're able to spread more wisdom because it just pours out of you because it's already in you shout out to Zoe man I appreciate Coach High for doing the interview I ain't even go front I was devastated for a second that it didn't damn take and I was like man you know what it's, it's probably it's probably for the best the next interview we do is gonna be you know what I'm saying it's gonna be that much better you know, so. I appreciate whoever messed up my mic 
Y'all just messed up, yo. <laughs> Y'all messed up. This next interview about to be, man, it's just the beginning, man. That's real talk. And shout out to Young Men of Purpose, man. Thank you for letting me be a part of that, man. I appreciate it, yo. Anytime somebody can trust you with their children, you know what I'm saying, is... That means that they they know your spirit because children don't take to everybody, yo. And that's real talk. I always watch my my children to see who they're around and, and, and their energy when they're around their people, these people, you know what I'm saying? And you have to do that. You have to take note of, of what your kids are feeling and like if their energy shifts and because they're real talk. Your children are the most purest form of you, right? So, if you know something is wrong, you best believe your child is picking up on those vibes and like, yo, I'm not really feeling this. So, and babies are, my daughter's one and she can pick up people's spirit like that. But as I'm older now, I can recognize these things. I saw it in my, in my first two children too, but, but with this one, because I'm older, I can pick up on you know, everything she's doing now. So. If she ain't feeling it, I'm walking away. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm quick to be like, all right, hey, I got to roll, man. Cause, uh... But anyway, all right, y'all. I love y'all, man. Be safe. Thank y'all for riding with me. Shout out to Zone, man, for doing this interview. I apologize again, man, but this next one going to be dope, yo. All right, y'all be blessed. Resolutions are to become the youngest heavyweight champion in history. That's nothing new to my fans. They all know that I will be the next heavyweight champion.